welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, it's Wednesday, middle of September. Good morning. I cannot believe it's September already. This year is flying by for me. Yeah, we've been up a little bit in the mountains in Colorado. They've already, the leaves, a little bit has already started to turn. Mm. Uh, so we the, see a few peekaboo coming out here. Not yeah. not full trees, but a branch here and there. Yeah, yeah. Try same for same for up there. It's mm-hmm. a little bit. So it looks like they say it's going to be a little bit early. Uh, oh, really? This year, uh, and so uh, we'll be. Uh, Lynn and I will. Uh, we always go up in September, and um, we uh, actually stay up there. I've got a friend uh, who actually was uh, came to a retreat, um, and how nice. They have a beautiful condo up at Beaver Creek, um, mm. so and they let us have it for uh, uh, almost two weeks. So we oh, go we nice. go out there and we operate out of there and then just drive around and uh, go to Enjoy Aspen. the Aspens. Aspen. Yep, go to we go to Aspen, Colorado, and we'll, we'll oh, do you excellent? Uh, we'll go over there and it's about a two-hour drive from there, and so nice. we'll uh, we'll just enjoy the the colors. And the nice thing about Colorado is. It starts at the high level, which is, this will be mm-hmm. at you know nine ten thousand feet elevation, and it just comes down the mountain for the next two months. Right. So we can just keep driving to. So color. you can follow color. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, we have a stunningly beautiful fall. Um, with so many, you've been out here before. You see so many bright colors, and in fact, New Hampshire and I believe China are the are the two most colorful falls wow. in all of the world because of the pH of the soil. We ah. get more variety in colors than others. However, ours is it's not a follow it down the mountains quite so much. I mean, I guess you you could a little bit, but it is yeah. much more condensed than what y'all's is in <laughs> a matter of a few weeks. I feel. That's why uh, people from the east say they have mountains and we just say, well, you mean those little hills uh, uh, up there, you know? <laughs> right, right. Colorado has real mountains, you know. There. They do. Oh, it's, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it is I magnificent. Um, well, uh, as we've talked about uh, God's will, we talked last time about uh, the aspect of truth, uh, that Jesus said that what he speaks is going to judge us. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so that as we look at that, uh, again, in a really simple way, and I really understood this, <clears throat> is, well, if he's speaking to me truth that is going to judge me, mm-hmm. evaluate whether or not this two-edged sword, I either receive the blessing piece of it, or I'm going I'm to receive the negative consequences of it. Well, then, uh, I think I'd like to hear what he has to say. <laughs> right, right. Um, and then I, I recognize that, that that doesn't, see, that doesn't make me exempt because of his love for me. And it's an interesting uh, understanding because what's happened, particularly in the Christian community, is that uh, truth has been a little bit usurped by what I call a a sappy view of God's love. Mm, Uh, And God's love is that, well, because of, of, uh, we attach a human love toward it, Mm -hmm. that um, in a sense, everything is okay and it doesn't really matter whether you follow him or not but my love for you is that you know i'll i'll provide for you anyway and take care of you um and bless you and god says well and that's why this this what we said last time is so critical he said well don't look at me as coming to judge you i'm not i've come i have come to love you mm-hmm. i've come to offer you the best the best is based upon the truth. Mm-hmm. And he says, I can't alter that truth right. in order for you to feel better or in order for you to experience the better. Um, and, and, uh, and it works on both sides so that um, we know uh, it is, he says, it is not my will, God speaking, this is in Second Peter, that any 
should perish. Mm-hmm. So he, that's very clear. That's his will. How come then people perish? And we know that people uh, wind up not uh, spending eternity with God, but, but away from God in what's called hell. Right. How, how, if it's not his will, how come? Because of our free will. I mean, ultimately, we all get exactly what we want one way or another. If we choose to not be walking with him and choose to not make him surrender and make him king of our life, then we are also choosing to not be with him right. eternally. Right. <laughs> you know, there's, right. we, you get what you want. If I want to walk with him, then I also get to be with him forevermore. Yeah. Um, and see, he says, um, it's my will, but I can't alter the truth mm-hmm. in order for my will to be done. So right. that, um, uh, and this is where the, you know, what's creeping into the church is uh, what's called uh, universalism. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't really have to accept Christ. There's all kinds of ways to spend eternity with God. Um, and the Islam God and the, and the Christian God are the same. Um, and, you know, God says, well, no, because um, uh, Jesus said, John 14, mm-hmm. 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Mm-hmm. Uh, John 3, for he sent his son into the world for God because God so loved the world. But if they don't believe that, they stand condemned already because that's their starting point. They don't change that condition if they don't decide to believe. He said, why? Well, because I can't alter the truth. So that right. what that means for me is that, Rich, you're not exempt from mm-hmm. the truth. If you, if you don't surrender, if you go to the flesh, Romans 8, as Paul described it, then you put to death the power of the Spirit, you're at enmity mm-hmm. against me, and you can't please me, and it's not going to go well for you. Mm-hmm. And I can say, yeah, but I'm a good guy. Yeah, but you, you're my father. Yeah, but I'm a Christian. Yeah, but he says, well, I can't alter that truth because it's so. It, yeah. sta- it stands on its own. And so as I, as I realize that, um, I'm not exempt <clears throat> from having to process mm-hmm. that truth with God. And remember, he doesn't say you have to be perfect and do, and do the Bible. You have to walk into it with a heart to understand it because why? Right. It's true. Right. So that, you know, as, as people struggle, for example, with things like lawsuits or, or tithing, mm-hmm. um, I just had a situation with a vendor uh, that was completely dishonest. Um, mm-hmm. Even caught him in the, in the dishonesty because he said he was doing work for me at my, my house and I was at my house and he wasn't there. Right. Um, but he's charging me for it. Um, so yeah, man, uh, this is not good. You know, so, um, uh, you know, we're obviously, you know, told him they couldn't do this anymore, but he, he would not back down and charge me all these hours that he didn't work. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not right. Right. Uh, so my, my, again, and I know a lot about this already. My heart is, oh Yeah. You know, I'm a, I, you know, I'm not I gonna, can get I, justice for this. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pay at all. Um, I'm gonna blah blah blah. I'm gonna take you to small claims. You know, um, your life is a struggle, and mm-hmm. uh, and and it's not like as you're walking with God that you're even even the things that I know, you're mm-hmm. still you're still um, influenced by the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, and you react in the moment, you know, so, okay, um, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted. And God said, well, you have a heart to follow me. Why? Well, because he said the truth is absolute and you're not exempt from it, even, even with your thought that you should. Mm-hmm. I think you better ask me. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay, Father, what am I supposed to do? Pay the guy. Let it go. I'll take care of it later move on this just right. completely release it um that's my truth vengeance is mine saith the lord not yours mm-hmm. i'll take care of it uh, here's what i want you to do 
And I'm asking you, son, the best for you will be to follow that. Mm-hmm. Well, because I've learned that his words are what judge us on both sides. There's, there's a, a uh, I guess, a, a strong willingness, even when the, I'd rather do something else and I'm, and I'm, right. and I'm struggling doing something else, uh, I'm going to follow you because um, mm-hmm. I know something about that. Um, and then on the other side of it, he said, and this is really cool, that um, you're, I'm also not impartial. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that don't believe, well, yeah, there's other people that are luckier than me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they get blessed, but I don't. Um, mm-hmm. I guess God's will is something nice for them and not so nice for me, and I'm supposed to right. accept that. And God says, no. Um, he says, these truths are absolute. Mm-hmm. You can trust it. It's for you too. I'm going to deliver to you the covenant. I am going to bless you to make you a blessing. It's not, it's not arbitrary. Right. It's not kind of. It's absolute. Those truths that I've spoken to you and, and are given you are absolutely for you yeah. personally. And you I can receive think- it. I think sometimes what happens in, in the, you know, when we're trying to, when we get in that comparison game too, and even going back when you're talking about, isn't this what love would be? And that sort of thing is we have a tendency because we are bombarded by culture and all kinds of other voices around us that are redefining love and redefining truth and redefining blessing and redefining that we don't even always recognize that what we hold as our definition of love or blessing or joy or abundance, all of those things may or may not fully align with God's word. And so we're letting the world define what that is. And then we're dumbfounded when God's word says one thing and we're experiencing something else. Yeah. We're not working from the same dictionary. A lot of times my, you know, he says that his ways are not our ways, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So the beautiful thing is that he says, um, you know, these are absolutes, these are available to you. And then he says, um, now I'm going to communicate to you, God speaking, I'm going to guide you into your specifics. Mm-hmm. And the reason is that um, the Bible is absolute, but it has to be applied to my particular situation. Um, right. So that uh, what do you have to say about this? It's not a universal thing because we're all unique. Yes. We're all in and our unique. situations are each unique as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And think of you know here we are two thousand years later, and the things that we face, mm-hmm. uh, something simple like, um, and this is this was true even for Linda and I when I first became an executive at a, at a young age, uh, there wasn't anything called a cell phone or email. Mm-hmm. So um, for me to live out a balanced work life. I went to work at 7.30. I worked for a Fortune 500 company. I worked, went to work for, at 7.30 and I left at 5.30. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I left, I didn't even take a briefcase with me. I just, right. I just went home. I drove home. Uh, well, from that moment, <laughs> nobody could get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. There wasn't even my even my uh, company didn't have my my personal numbers, and it wasn't even acceptable that you would call somebody at home, um, you know, with your uh, work. So I wasn't looking at my phone. I wasn't looking at emails. Mm-hmm. I wasn't being called because nobody could ho- could get a hold of me. So I literally could stop work and start my time with my family, and they were mm. they were balanced. Very um, yes. Well, today, you know, just even, you know, here 20, 30 years later, um, we have cell phones. Mm-hmm. And guess what? People contact you 24-7. Right. Uh, and you get emails and you, and you look at them. Okay, the whole, the whole world's different. So my, my issues <clears throat> that I have to go pursue God with is, well, how would you have me handle this? Mm-hmm. Is why? Well, because it's unique to the moment. Right. So the time you're living in, yeah. The time I'm living in is different. So he said, I've got to speak to you specifically 
Um, and, and what he does is he, he does take logos, Bible, truth, remember mm -hmm. truth. And now let me start to speak rhema, which are the, the answers and the direction of the things that I personally am facing, which mm -hmm. by the way, we have all the time. Uh, yeah. So uh, he makes a cool statement about this uh, to start with. Go to First uh, John 5, uh, 14 and 15. And this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. Yeah. So um, <laughs> uh, it's very simple. Mm -hmm. uh, he says, uh, and we'll get into a little bit of the detail, but he says, if you pray according to my will, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's cool. Um, well, if that is a true statement, and I pray according to his will, then what must he do? He must reveal the will so that you know what to pray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, it's that simple that um, if he said, if you pray according to my will, it'll happen, but mm -hmm. I'm never going to tell you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> You're gonna to have to guess. Oh, nope, you didn't guess right. Nope, you didn't guess right. Nope, you didn't mm -hmm. guess right. Um, no, he's, he said by definition, my requirement mm -hmm. is for you to pray my will. Mm -hmm. If you pray my will, and in the, he, he, this is a really funny phraseology, God hears it. Mm -hmm. God hears what? Me praying his will. Right. And if Part you, of that is he hears our surrender yeah, in that, Yeah. you know? Uh, and if he hears us pray in his will, he says, you can know that I've now heard it. Mm -hmm. And now, because you, you know my will, I will fulfill my will. Mm -hmm. So it's got to be very, very unique, specific to me so that as we are seeking his will, he says, where I need you to get to is to be able to pray it. Mm -hmm. How could I pray it? <laughs> I got to have clarity. I got to know that I know that I know that's his will. Mm -hmm. And then if I pray it, it's going to happen. Now, right. the, the, the cool thing is, and this is the difference between um, our direction. If we pray, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? The burden is all on me. Yes. If I pray, Father, what do you want to do? He said, okay, let me give you my will, because why? I can perform it. Why? Mm -hmm. Because I'm superior to the circumstances. Why? Mm -hmm. I spoke it. Mm -hmm. I created the whole thing in the first place. Right. Um, so the material, the circumstances, the stuff is all subordinated to his perfect will because he can change it. So he can make it happen. Mm -hmm. And that's why he said, if you pray that, it's going to happen. Why? Because you know so that I, you, I've heard it. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking of like listeners listening right now and thinking that's great for you, Rich, because you hear him pretty quickly and can move on. Or Kathy, I've heard you give examples where you immediately knew God was saying, and I don't feel that way. I feel like I sit and, and I ask and I ask and I ask and I want to know what to pray. My heart's there, but boy, I don't hear a word. You know, can you speak a little bit to how, um, as people are processing and seeking God's will, how unique that can be in every situation and in the timing, even just yeah. a little bit about that, I think would be helpful for people Yeah. so yeah. they don't feel you know, like they can't. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, first of all, um, he said it's, it's a, uh, relationship in a process uh, between God and you, between God speaking and, and me. Um, and he wants to walk us into it step by step by step. So we got to back up a minute and say, I'm not just tell, asking you to tell me that the punchline. Right. Is I want to I wanna understand your will. And I know that it's a path. And I know it's going to take steps mm -hmm. and I'm okay with that. So let me, let me now approach it um, a little bit in a more relaxed way. Um, right. And that is I'm going to seek it and God's going to give it to me. And the question that you're raising, which is 
all of our questions. Uh, how does that really work? <laughs> right, right. Uh, okay, well, let's look at it. So go to James 1, uh, 5 to 8, first of all. Um, and he says, here's, a, here's the beginning of the process. What, is, what does he say? If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. Let him ask in faith with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. But that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Okay. So um, the question that, that you're raising is, mm -hmm. um, I lack clarity about God's specific will for me. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a legitimate question and one that has to be asked is, mm -hmm. Father, what is your will for me? And and here and you and you as you describe them, um, and we'll talk about the you know kind of the easiest way to process that. But they're all unique and they're many. Mm -hmm. So it's it's well, I got this issue going on in my life. I have this decision in our life. I have this thing happening in my life. I have this adversity that mm -hmm. I don't understand. Um, I have a fear about. Uh, so you're writing all these down, or you're you're uh, asking God about them. And they're unique to you. Mm -hmm. He said, well, uh, in that scenario, uh, you're supposed to go do what? What does he say? To ask him. Well, just come and ask Speak. Yeah, just come ask for wisdom. Okay, now let's, let's stop there just for a second. What we've learned in Jesus' prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Mm -hmm. He says, um, if you have a friend, and he's knocking on your door and you say, I can't get up and give it to you. He says, well, because of his persistence, mm -hmm. you'll give it to him. Oh, okay, what is the ask that people are asking that, that needs to always be asked? It's the same thing all the time. What is it? What's his will? What's his will? Yeah. So you start with, I hear, I ha I'm going to apply it to a specific situation. Like mm -hmm. uh, yesterday we talked about... Um, you know, a guy looking for work. Mm -hmm. Well, what's your will for me looking for work? So it's, it's, it has context to it. It's not a generic, right. yeah, whatever. Right, uh, right. It's I have specific things. What is your will about? Uh, he said, ask me. Mm -hmm. And he says, if you ask me, he says, what will he do? I'll give it to you. Right. The word there is liberally. Uh, the Greek word is with great clarity. Mm, that's good. Okay, so... Well, that's what we want. Right. Uh, and in a sense, we have to get to that point. If you can't get to the specifics, mm -hmm. the clarity, well, then the whole thing's worthless. Because mm -hmm. then we're just back to guessing. Mm -hmm. He says, no, if you ask me, I'll give you with great clarity. Uh, by the way, he adds, without finding fault. Now, this is cool. Because um, <laughs> a lot of our situations, quite frankly, is our fault. Mm -hmm. eh, I overreacted. Right. Uh, yeah, I went down we my... We created our own chaos. <laughs> I, I went down my own... I've been going down my own way and I put myself in a mess. Mm -hmm. um, and he says, because my sovereignty is to go forward the gospel, how about now? Mm -hmm. We're not going to spend a lot of energy on what you did wrong. And by the way, it doesn't actually matter. How about if we just go forward and I give you the clarity of my will when? Now, for what? The situation. Right. Um, if there's something there that I need to understand, I'll let you know, but primarily, let's go. Uh, he says, but um, you gotta believe something. What do you have to believe? That I wanna get it to you, that I will get you that will yeah. when you're asking. Yeah. And I think that's a big cornerstone that a lot of us, you know, a lot of us struggle with is really believing that if we ask, he will tell us and that he'll give us specifics and lead us along the way. We think that's just for the super, super few who get to get that. Right. <laughs> you know? right. Um, and he just says, you got to get it settled that um, I, God speaking, will get you that answer. Mm -hmm. And he's not even talking about the answer because a lot of times the answer is, okay, I heard it, but... <laughs> I don't understand it, or it seems way too grand for me, or wow, I'm not so sure about that. Um, he said, that's okay, because mm -hmm. you'll walk with me further 
into believing it. He said, that's a separate discussion. He said, mm -hmm. if you're going to get my will, you have to believe I'll get you my will. How? Mm. To you, in a way you can receive it. Right. So that the, the analogy I like to use is my, my grandkids when they were young boys, um, uh, one's three years older than the other one. So I could have the, you know, let's say a six-year-old and a nine-year-old stand in front of me, both asking me the same question. I give an answer. Mm -hmm. The nine-year-old says, got it, understand. The six-year-old mm -hmm. says, I don't have a clue what you just said. It doesn't make, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I don't understand. Do I, do I tell them, well, you should be smarter, try harder, mm -hmm. um, wait till you're three years older? Right. Uh, no, as, as a grandfather, what I would do is say, okay, let me re-communicate in a different way, in things that you can understand, the burden is on me, not on you. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it a differently because I understand that you're not able to receive a certain way. You you have to receive it a different way. Mm -hmm. That's the sovereignty of God. Right. And, he, and, and in fact, he knows how we're wired and exactly where we are better than we know where we are in our faith journey so that he, he truly, I always say he speaks how we listen. You know, when you've talked about Linda having signs and a, and a box of signs that, that God has given her along the way, he knows that is something that when he puts that in front of her, that catches her attention and she hears him with clarity. Right. Um, and so he uses how we're wired and where we're at in our journeys in order to know how to speak to us too. That's right. Um, uh, and he'll, and, and you see, he says, it doesn't take any maturity. Uh, it doesn't take any length of time. It's that wherever you are today, uh, everybody needs, every one of my children need to hear my will. Mm -hmm. And it's not about the super spiritual, it's about you today wherever that right. is, even if you're just beginning this process. Mm -hmm. uh, so we just did a retreat, uh, this about a, uh, three or four weeks ago, taught this uh, about seeking God's will. Um, and uh, a couple people who have never, they didn't learn to, they're just learning to abide, they're just learning mm -hmm. to process, you know, how specific this can be. Uh, they got a couple of stick, what I call sticky wickets. Uh, mm -hmm. And it happens to be around the vaccine mm -hmm. uh, that, they are um, being required by their employer mm -hmm. that unless you take the vaccine, you can't work for us anymore. Well, that's their livelihood. Right. That's their livelihood. Because they learned, well, I don't need to make this decision. Mm -hmm. uh, I just need to go to God. Now, by the way, they've never done it ever before. So it, this is kind of describing what you're talking about is that right. this is all brand new stuff. And so, um, okay, well, James 1, 5 to 8 says what? Ask God, he'll give you the answer. You mm -hmm. got to believe he'll get you the answer. Okay. So now we're, you know, we're processing it uh, and it's okay. What truth have you mm -hmm. learned? Um, what do you understand? What have they said? What, what are the requirements? What is God saying? Um, in this particular case, uh, it was like, even though my natural reaction would be to just take it and get it over with, mm -hmm. I just have this check in my spirit. I said, well, wait a minute, stop a second. <laughs> now tell me about that. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you mentioned uh, check in my spirit. And as I'm praying about this, and every time I think about I'm going to do it, I get this very uneasy feeling mm -hmm. like I don't, I don't have a confidence of that. I said, okay, there it is. That's the Holy Spirit. He's mm -hmm. teaching you that. And all I said was you you will get one and you're starting to understand what that feels like. Mm -hmm. Unique to you. I said, God's giving you that check. Um, and she says, uh, and I said, now remember, it doesn't mean yes or no yet. It just means mm -hmm. not yet. Keep, you know, keep going. Um, so she's, she's investigating and asking. And um, she's at a point where they have actually said to her that they may consider um, if she has an honest, uh, uh, you know, uh, religious reason that they would maybe exempt her. 
Mm-hmm. So she's she's pursuing that, um, and I said, well, what you know, what do you feel about it? Well, you know, I hope I figure this out. I hope. And I said, no, stop a second. <laughs> you don't need to figure it out. God will get you the answer in a way that you can understand it, and you'll yeah. know that you know that you know. Don't worry about it. And mm-hmm. I can't tell you how, but I know it will happen if you mm-hmm. have a heart to receive it in a way you can receive it. Right. And she and she started to experience this. And she says, oh, okay, yeah, you know what? I, I do see a little bit about this. I see how he's communicating to me. Um, I am beginning to receive it. And I'm now back, I'm more in a dialogue with him than, than me trying to figure it out. Okay, there you mm-hmm. go. Uh, ask, uh, and he said, I'll give it to you uh, liberally. Uh, now, the beautiful thing is, he says, um, I give you a beautiful privilege to come and talk to me. Uh, so mm-hmm. go to Hebrews 10. Uh, First of all, just read 19 through uh, 25. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience, conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Okay. So um, he says that in your process of asking, uh, he said he wants with boldness and confidence uh, to march into the uh, the Holy of Holies, this, the, the throne room, uh, the very place of God. Um, and he said, that, now there's a, a wonderful truth about that. Uh, and he's describing uh, what was the uh, process of the temple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the temple was organized into uh, what they call different uh, sections. Mm-hmm. So the outer section was the Gentiles, so even a Gentile could come and say, I'd like to worship God, and they would go to their court. The right. next, next court was the court of women, then mm-hmm. the court of men, um, and then the court of priests, who were ministers for God. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was the Holy of Holies. And the Holy of Holies was the only place that a, a high priest could go. That would be the senior priest Right. Um, and he would go. Uh, Is that where the curtain separated? Curtain. curtain. So okay. it's, a, it's a chamber um, and it's separated by an 80 foot high curtain that's eight inches mm-hmm. thick. Um, mm. And there would be an altar. There was an altar in there. Uh, he would go in, he would do sacrifices. And first of all, he'd do it for himself, atonement. He'd do it for his mm-hmm. uh, family and then for the nation. Um, And he would have conversation and discussion with God through the Holy of Holies. Uh, And because the high priest was the only person that was qualified to do that, uh, they actually wrapped a rope around his legs. So if he went in and got sick or if he went in and died, see, nobody else could go in there. So they'd have to pull him out um, uh, to protect themselves. Uh, So he says that... um, uh, the, the analogy is that, and if you remember, uh, Christ is the high priest. Right. Both the high priest and the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he died um, and he lifted up his eyes to heaven, he said, it is finished. When he said it is finished, what happened to that curtain? That temple, that curtain tore in half, right? Tore in half from top, yeah. top to bottom. So it couldn't Eight have been inches thick too. That's crazy. Yeah, when you think yeah. About that. It couldn't. Yeah. It couldn't have been a human thing because uh, there wasn't no, anybody, no anybody on the top. So it, it tore from top to bottom. And so what he says, and and and, and the uh, writer of Hebrews, which you know they think is Paul, but they're not certain, uh, is saying that uh, Christ, through His blood mm-hmm. and what He did on the cross and resurrection, opened up the opportunity to march right into the throne room and have conversation with God, mm-hmm. where everybody. Okay, now think, now think about that. On what basis 
can I march into the throne room? Only on the basis of Jesus' sacrifice, period. Okay. So does that mean in order for me to go to prayer and talk to God and seek his will, mm-hmm. that I got I to gotta be holy and perfect to do that? No, because it's through the cross. He made us holy in his sacrifice. Yeah. The only requirement, which is what we've discussed, is I'm surrendering my will mm-hmm. to march on in. Because mm-hmm. by definition, what are, you, what are you coming in for? Seek God's will. Right. I'm here because I'm, I'm, I want to know God's will. Now, by the way, he says, as you come in boldly, in other words, everybody has the opportunity. Why would you not take that advantage? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go. Uh, the word was with great confidence and knowing that God speaking, you and I can talk frankly. That's what the Hebrew means. Mm-hmm. You and I can talk frankly. Um, and he says, come in with an authentic heart, sincere heart. Uh, the, mm-hmm. Greek, the Greek there is authentic. So when you march in, if you're seeking God's will, his first question to you is going to be, tell me about it. Where are you at? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Uh, what's your situation? What's your, what's your issue? What are your, what's your question? And then he's going to ask you this. How do you feel about it? Hmm. Uh, I don't like it. I'm upset. Uh, that guy just, uh, you know, didn't, wasn't fair with that, with that vendor. And I don't like it. And I'm mad about it. And, okay. Uh, he says, I understand. Um, let's you and I talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, why? Because I'd like to know as well. And mm-hmm. you see, it's not a, it's not a, it's not getting an email. You know, like, well, just, just tell me what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go do it. Tell me what I'm supposed to do. And I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. No. Being in the Holy of Holies, as we're asking for his will, is discussion. Mm-hmm. And it's back and forth. And it's, well, how do you feel about this? Oh, I'm upset. Or I don't even like what I thought you were doing. Or how can I really know your will at all anyway? You know, how is this going to mm-hmm. work? Um, okay, let's talk about that. Um, and so he says in there is this beautiful opportunity to keep learning mm-hmm. what it looks like to have intimacy with God. For what purpose? For him to enjoy you, you to enjoy him, and for him to guide you on his path, step by step by step, so that you can receive the best and none better, the covenant. Mm-hmm. And when does that happen? See, all the time. Right. Um, and he said it's a privilege. And see, he's not, he says, you don't have to go fix anything. You don't have to go mm-hmm. be perfect. You don't have to go be holy. I'll provide that. You just come on in with a heart to receive it. With a surrendered heart. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, this is really, in a sense, it's really easy and it's really, it's really uh, quite straight up. If you're off doing your will, where are you not going? You're not going to him to oh. see what his is. <laughs> so yeah. you're, you're not even walking into the throne room. Right. See, because why? I've already decided I'm going to go figure this out on myself. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, well... I don't understand that, um, but if that's how you want to go, I'm not going to prevent you from going. Mm-hmm. Um, I've given you the privilege, but it's always by invitation. Right. If you want to come in, I give you the privilege. You can come in when? Right now. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I, I, I opened the veil. There's nothing for you to do other than walk through it. Mm-hmm. The only way you won't walk through it is you've gone off on your own. Mm-hmm. You got to be in the kingdom, <laughs> right? Uh, right. You, you've got to be with me in order to meet, for me to fulfill your will, and I'm giving you this great privilege. Um, and then read read verse uh, ten thirty five, uh, which tells us this other element of this truth. Ten thirty five. Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward. Yeah. So he's saying, um, I'm giving you the privilege. Mm-hmm. Uh, march in (laughs) 
if I was you, I wouldn't throw that away because mm-hmm. um, there's great reward. The word there, by the way, means I'll pay you to come on in. <laughs> mm. Uh, and I love even when you go and I know you're going to get there too, but verse 36, it goes, you know, it says, therefore do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward for you have need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. But that confidence that when we hear him speak, when he reveals that will to us, that is going to be what we hang on that allows us to endure until it's to, until it's fulfilled. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the endurance is. Um, I understand and I, I have clarity mm-hmm. and then read that, read that next verse. Cause he says after what, um, let me, I'll just go back up for you have need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised after what, no, uh, after you've done the will of God, mm, you receive the yeah. promise. Okay, yeah, so you're right. So what it's saying is that um, my will, God speaking, is I'm going to provide you a promise. Mm-hmm. Here's my answer. Here's what's going to happen. And it's going to be my work supernaturally mm-hmm. making things different for your circumstances that I'm promising you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll learn that as you spend time with me in the throne room. Um, and by the way, endurance mm-hmm. is the same word as uh, Jesus used as persistence, is mm. keep asking, keep asking, keep asking until what? I get the promise. I get the clarity. Right. I get the understanding of it. Um, he said, don't just march in and say, give me the answer and I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not getting it as fast as I want, so I'm going to go off and do it myself. He said, no, you need endurance to do what? Keep walking with me down the path as I reveal to you. And one of the things uh, that I'm saying to each, you know, God says to each of us, don't lay on your own timing. Mm. Uh, this may take a while. That's so, that's so much a hang up for most of us. Though. Yeah. We, we put our own timing on all kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and again, because of our culture, like, you know, think about, when we have something that we kind of want an answer to right now, like, I don't know about this thing, mm-hmm. what do we do? We get on the computer, mm-hmm. we do a, uh, a browser search, Google search or, or uh, Microsoft or anything else you might be using. Uh, and if we get the spinny wheel, we get frustrated yeah. because we don't have an instant answer. And we're trying to look for, okay, I want that answer and I want it right now. Right. Um, and our culture is, I want answers and I want them right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and God says that, well, um, trust me. As I reveal my answer to you, it may take a while. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason for that is that I'm lining things up. I'm doing all kinds of things and the timing isn't right yet. Or I'm, I'm asking you to go into a step-by-step process. So don't get frustrated. Mm-hmm. That's why he makes that statement. You have need of endurance. What? Stay with me. Right. Uh, and then right. after you've done the, my will, you'll get the promise. Okay. So what that means mm-hmm. is this. After you have been faithful to the thing I've asked you to do, mm-hmm. as you walk into my will, you'll, you'll receive it. Uh, so that, um, give, it, give an example. Uh, I had a guy that, that was sick and was looking for um, uh, a way to have it cured mm-hmm. uh, through uh, a variety of different therapies and did a lot of research, um, found out that there's four or five that about the same result. Um, so he was asking God, okay, which of these four or five do you want me to uh, you know, go down? Uh, and he, he started getting these terrific literally billboard signs of Mm -hmm. things that said this one, this one. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's saying, okay, I believe that I'm supposed to go down that path to to confirm if that's it. So, um, uh, and by the way, I said to him, now, just because you've been given clearance to walk down that path, go back to what we talked about yesterday, always be willing to have light come to you, the truth. 
-hmm. It could be that he's just trying to take this one off the table. Right. So don't assume anything. So don't assume exactly. Don't jump ahead and make assumptions. Keep going. You know, so he, he goes and so then he's going to call this place that happened to be in a different state. Uh, and um, he's going to try to get an appointment. Mm -hmm. So he calls and calls and calls. And he calls me up after about a week. He said, I've called every day and nobody ever calls me back. Mm -hmm. I guess this isn't it. And I, and I said, I asked God, you know, in that conversation, God, is, is that what's happened? He said, no. Um, he's not being obedient to me. Mm. And I said, okay. So I said, I said to him, well, has God asked you to do something that you're not willing to do? <laughs> he says, oh, yeah. <laughs> he said, I said, what? He said, um, well, uh, he asked me to... to uh, call my uh, company, my, my senior execs, and tell them mm -hmm. of this health problem I got. But I don't want to do that until I get everything figured out. Mm -hmm. And when I get everything figured out, then I'll go tell them, here's what's going to happen and, and see what they'd be willing to do for me. I said, well, is that what God told you? No, God told me to go tell them now. I said, well, then that, that's why, <laughs> that's why you haven't received the answer yet because mm -hmm. you have now stopped the process. Right. After you do your piece of, the, of his will, you'll get the next piece or the promise or the next thing. I said, so why don't you go process that? Um, I know you're afraid. Go talk, go into the throne room, talk to God about why you're afraid and what does he have to say about that and how could he help you overcome that? Um, so he did. So even that, I'm going to point that out real quick. Even that, you didn't tell him just buck up and go do it. No. That place was go and let God mend your heart on this and let him bring you along and, and pull you into his will. Yeah. So even that place was an invitation to intimacy and growth and restoration. Yeah, because the privilege is <laughs> come and talk to me, frankly. Mm -hmm. Let me guide you even through that struggle. Right. Which God says, it's okay. I'm okay with this. It's not a problem. What's the problem is if you never come and talk to me about it. Right, right. Uh, so see, he did, and um, uh, and he talked to him for about, it took about a week or so, and it was a legitimate concern, what if, what if, what if, and he mm -hmm. finally you know, made it through uh, and said, I'm settled that I'm supposed to go tell him. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I'm settled, and God said, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, he says, what should I ask him for? I said, why don't you go pray, and I'll go pray, and let's go ask God, what should we ask? He comes back, I comes back, and I said, what'd you hear? He said, well, God, tell me, don't ask him anything. Mm. I said, that's exactly what I heard. What I heard awesome. is, don't ask him anything. They're going to tell you what they're going to do, and that's going to be God's answer. Mm -hmm. And we're going to trust it. Okay. So um, he did. He calls me up. He says, well, you won't believe what happened. Uh, what? Uh, well, I told him. And they said, oh my gosh, we're so, uh, uh, you know, we're so feeling for you and we want you to get well. So I tell you what, we're going to give you the entire year off at full salary. Hmm. And just go, just go get, it, <laughs> get it taken care of. Um, and, and stop, we want you to stop working completely. So you're not calling in, you're just going to take the year off. Mm -hmm. When you come back, it'll still be here for you, and we're going to pay your full salary. We're not even putting you on disability. Just go. He said. Wow. He said I would have. <laughs> he said I would have never asked for that. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> um, and then he said, "What?" Uh, he said, "You won't believe what happened next." I said, "What?" Forty-five minutes later, I get the phone call from the doctor from that facility that said, "You ready to come out and have oh, a, that's a, a, beautiful?" He said. And he said, I saw it, how amazing this was, mm -hmm. that they weren't calling me because I wasn't willing to do the, my piece of the puzzle. And I had to process that all through. And as soon as I did, boom, boom, uh, everything just happened right. all at once. You know? So what a, what a beautiful story. And That uh, is a great example. Uh, and it really illustrates, you know, if we're gonna, and, and your question is, well, how do I learn this? Well, just start, just start practicing it. Go ask him, go talk to him, go in the throne room, discuss it. Um, uh, he'll give you instruction. 
Um, and again, if you have specific questions, because uh, here we're at the end of our time again, um, mm -hmm. uh, these can be things that can be very specific. So you don't even have to ask a general question. You could just say, here's my situation. Mm -hmm. um, how do I learn about this? How do I go into this? Send it to us and we'll, we'll get back to yeah. you. We'll facilitate it. We might bring it up as an example, uh, again, anonymously. Uh, but uh, we'd love to help you uh, get to this piece of it, Kathy. I think this is kind of the critical piece. I think so, Is too. Well, if I'm going to seek God's will, if he said he's going to get it to me specifically, how does that work? <laughs> mm -hmm. can, I really, can I really get it? And, and we're saying right. yes. And how do you do it? Start practicing it. Um, right. and, and realize that what God is saying to you, we'll talk more about this, but that you got to trust that God is speaking to you and don't second guess it because that's what he said. If you're a double-minded man and you're still wondering if I'm going to do it, I can't do it. Right. So we'll, uh, we'll pick it up again next week. Uh, we got uh, guest, right. day, guest day again tomorrow and then end times on Friday and we will pick it up from here, but we're going to get into the meat of specifically how do we mm -hmm. uh, understand God's will. Excellent. I tell you, this is a great discussion. Thank you so much for sharing with us. And to all of you, thank you for joining us. If you found today encouraging, be a friend and tell a friend. Um, continue to share the podcast on whatever platforms you want to share it. I had a friend ask me the other day, hey, do you care if I put that, you know, the vaccine series that you did on Facebook, because I have so many friends asking questions. I'm like, absolutely. That's, you know, use it however you want to use it. Yeah. We want to bless other people and help lead them to Jesus's feet for wisdom. Yeah. So absolutely invite your friends to come and see as well. Yeah, that'll be good. All righty. Well, we'll uh, see you uh, tomorrow, Kathy, for uh, guest day. Ah, can't wait. Yeah, see Have you a great day, okay. everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.